Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Spring training on WEEI. The Greg Hill Show live from JetBlue Park for spring training brought to you by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Easter Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com by the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash, co- trash collection and recycling providers, and by Aviva Trattoria, uh, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients, and by Shaw's and Star Market. Perfect the art of fresh and with us here this morning at the ballpark it's nick pavetta nick thanks for coming up thanks for doing the show no problem thanks for having me we interrupt your morning routine i no, uh, okay no, not at all nice little <laughs> drive to work nice sun's okay. coming up a little coffee all right what are you driving down here you got a rental or um i just actually just bought a 2020 range rover my um, 2017 jeep grand cherokee died the other day okay tough tough day for me yeah um, i had that car since i uh Actually made it to the big leagues in 2017. Really? So, yeah. So was, are you going to keep had, it? Like uh, I don't a... know what I'm going to do with it yet. <laughs> okay. Got to figure that out. But you name it, it was a tough, tough. No, I didn't name it. It's just oh. a good car. Good <laughs> right. quality. Did you give it, it to one of the younger one. guys? No, no. The <laughs> engine's completely gone. <laughs> drove that thing all over the country. Nice upgrade. Jeep the Ranger over. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all right. Um, yeah. A- AC was on. Alex Cora was on earlier saying you guys are, there's some sort of new conditioning program thing that's going on here in the, in the mornings. I don't know if you're... Uh, participating in that you look like you're in great shape. Um, so you I, know i i've over the years i've developed you know what's what's been good for me um i mostly do my conditioning at the end of the day but typically t- typically this time you know get to the baseball park um you know do your mobility go to the training room get ready for the day um i saw you say recently that it's time for me to be the player i know i can be mm-hmm. and the player everyone expects me to be mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you mean by that um, you know, I think I, I hold myself to high expectations, you know, um, got moved to the bullpen last year, wasn't ideal, but made the most of the situation, um, learned a lot from the situation, had a lot of fun playing baseball at the same time. And, um, you know, was able to kind of reinvent myself, tweak some things, but as what I expect myself to be, you know, 33 starts, 200 innings, see where the strikeouts lie, um, you know, setting the standard for the staff, 
And that's what I believe I can be. Lou Merloni called you a werewolf this offseason <laughs> okay. with changing how you were at the end of last season going into this one. Said that you put in all the hard work, said that you were miles ahead of everybody else mm-hmm. in your preparation for the start of this season. What has this offseason looked like for you? And do you, do you feel that? Do you feel like you've come into your own going into starting day? Um, you know, I think that the work that I put together this offseason was constructive and it was I had a good base going from the second half last year. Um, I worked down at Cressy's, uh, uh, his gym down in uh, West Palm. I do a separate weight program, but just being around baseball players, being in that atmosphere all offseason long gets me in the right headspace. And I started throwing uh, live BPs, uh, had two live BPs, two or three, before I ca- uh, showed up to uh, spring training. Were you surprised with uh, the Chris Sale move? Uh, it was a little uh, a little surprising for me, but, you know, he's got himself in a really good situation over there in Braves. Um, we also got Vaughn Grissom, who's a tremendous second baseman, and I think he's got really good upside. He works really hard, shows up to the baseball park every single day. He wants to play, he wants to win, and he's really competitive with himself and with everybody else. And so it's an inter- interesting toss-up, and we'll see where it goes. I mean, Chris helped me a, a lot in the three years uh, that we had together, and he's a good friend of mine. But, you know, I want his, I want what's best for him and what's best for us too. And, you know, I think the situation worked out very well. Hopefully you didn't take any of his advice on cycling. <laughs> no, I, no. I, I'll make sure I wear a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mick, when, when you look at these seasons, baseball seasons, they're so long, and, and it seems like an important time is always the beginning of the season, trying to get out to a hot start. And – the advantage they say is is it with the hitters, the, the 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 batters. What's the thing that you kind of focus on, especially you need to focus on getting into this season this year to make sure you're doing everything that you can for that that starting rotation to get off to that hot start. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's not starting the year like I started last year. I mean, it wasn't the best. I think everybody knows that, but still went out, competed through five six innings every single time. Um, you know, I think we have. I think from the years, what I can see is pitchers maybe have a little bit more of an advantage, especially in the colder weather. You know, in the beginning of the year, now guys are getting a lot better. But you know, it's just setting that foundation, getting you know the innings up, kind of getting into your rhythm, getting back into what it's like playing in front of thirty thousand, forty thousand people, with the hours that we stay up and the travel, and then kind of just coasting it out. I think that we have really good potential to start out in in a decent spot. And, you know, I think it's going to come down to every player in that clubhouse, and I think we're very much capable of that. Has has the the quality start changed over the years in baseball? We had Alex Cora in it, and I remember as a kid watching baseball, it seemed like pitches would consistently go seven innings. Now it seems like a quality start. If you can get to five, we'll take it. But sometimes even if you get to four – it's is has that changed through the years of baseball in the minds of of pitchers um i can't speak for everybody it hasn't changed for me personally i know what a quality start is i know that i need to pitch six innings or more every single time i know i need to give especially being the bullpen i we need to make sure that we protect them as much as possible because they come in such huge situations for us whether you know with we're within one run or there's runners on or, you know, it's a close baseball game. So as much as we can protect those guys out there, they can come in for us at, as best they can every single time. I think that's what it's about. I think it's protecting each each player and giving them a good situation to come in and a good situation where they can succeed in. It's a lot more fun coming into a baseball game in the seventh inning with a two-run lead with nobody on than coming in in the sixth inning with one out and runners on second and third and you're down by one run. 
From the outside looking in last season, it seemed like there was some frustration within the clubhouse. Has any of that transferred over or was that, or were we buying into something that wasn't actually going on? Yeah, I would say that. I think as a whole, as a clubhouse, every player showed up every single day ready to grind, ready to go, ready to play baseball. Um, it's an extremely hard game to play. You know, Obviously, when the chips aren't in our favor, things aren't going great. It's not ideal, but we still stay strong and together and lean on each other. We still get to go out and play baseball every single night. We get to play in front of fans. We get to bring that experience to everybody, and I don't think anybody ever took that for granted. Um, we still go out. Everybody grinded um, really, really hard this offseason, got better. Guys showed up ready to go, you know, in good shape. You know, we're really excited for this year, and last year's behind us. It's what 2024 is going to be, but nobody ever gave up on any situation on that team last year. Not, it doesn't seem, didn't seem like to us giving up, but it seemed more like two years ago mm-hmm. there was a frustration at deadline time where you okay. guys, did you feel like you guys were saying, we need some help and we want you to get it? And last year, kind of a similar situation. Is that frustrating? As, and how do you overcome that if yeah. it is? Um, I think it bands us together. We have the, the men in that room, and it just goes, this is on us, and this is what it's going to be. I mean, are there situations where we could where we could have added? Yes, but that's out of our control. Those That's the front office. That's their, you know, their job. That's what they get paid for. Us, we get paid to show up at 7 o'clock every single night and give everything we have in the field, and everything else falls to the wayside. Curtis has one for you. So, Nick, uh, speaking of showing up at 7 o'clock, that's not going to be an issue now that Verdugo's a Yankee. Everybody will be there on time. <laughs> that's a low blow. That's that's real low. No comment. No comment. Uh, uh, is from a from a leadership perspective, um, you end up with some guys who have not been up with the club or are new to Boston. Mm-hmm. Are you looking at yourself since you've been here for a while now as kind of uh, an opportunity to take that leadership role with this with this ball um, club. Yeah, but I think from more it's lead by example. Just try to do the right things. Um, you know, guys are very capable of taking care of themselves. You know, help when help is wanted. Um, leadership when leadership is needed. Um, everybody's capable. I also have Rafi here with me. I have Trevor. I have uh, Chris Martin. I have Kenley Jansen. Lucas New New Edition. You know, we have a good stable set of guys and you know Rob Redsire's helped have a lot he's had a lot of experience in his lifetime and we have um some younger guys that are coming into their own uh, you know Tanner Howe Garrett Whitlock um even Bayo I know he's young but he's very very advanced for his age um Cutter Crawford I think did I say Cutter Crawford? No, okay. no Cutter yeah um those guys are you know they're going into their arbitration years um and it's exciting for them and you know they're all going to take a step forward so I think it's Everybody is an equal, just helping guys with, you know, who have a little bit more time, you know, in their career, what it's like in that point of their career as well. Advantage for this team starting on the road on the West Coast as opposed to balmy Boston, Massachusetts <laughs> in April? I'm, I'm quite excited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It gets also a long West Coast trip out of the way. You know, the time change will be okay. won't be too bad because we're still waking up in the mornings and doing stuff like that. Um, I'm excited to go to Seattle. My family's going to be out there. I like I like a West, West Coast start. It's not too bad. The addition of Netflix cameras this season, mm-hmm. it'll add a different type of element for all of you guys. Are the players excited about it? it? Does it change the way that you think of this season? Does it add more pressure on you guys to perform? Um, 
You know, I, I think that would be the thought, but, you know, I think there's so many cameras nowadays. There's so many different social media things. Guys are doing their own YouTubes. Guys are doing everything. And, you know, I think it's just like a natural kind of transition into what the game has become. And, you know, it doesn't really put a whole lot of extra pressure on us. We have been pretty cordial with everything. Greg has been, um, the director has been really honest and upfront. And, you know, I think a lot of the guys are just used to it now. Obviously, yeah, we want to we want to perform. I think that would be really really fun. I think it would be really exciting, um, you know, to put a, a winning season, a, a good season out there for that. But it's more about just getting to know the players and what it's like to from that perspective of what's it's like to go through 162 from our family side. You know, travel, the training staff, the strength staff, coaching staff, front office staff. So I think it's going to be a very interesting project. But yeah, I would be lying saying we don't want to put together a good season. Of course mm-hmm. we do, but that's not our that's not where the focus is. We're just going to go out there and do our thing. Liam Hendricks was on here yesterday, going on and on about how great Australian music is. <laughs> So I guess I would ask as a Canadian, single greatest Canadian musical artist of all time in, in your mind. I know I know who mine is, but I want to hear. Um, <laughs> that's a really, really tough question. Um, what is the lead singer of Rush? What is oh, my Uh-oh. God. <laughs> Wrong answers only. Nick. <laughs> Rush is the single worst musical artist that's, in the history. And that's your opinion. In the history of music. Nick Pavetta, I liked you so much before this. <laughs> so Rush would be your guy. I, I, I do enjoy myself some Rush right. from time to time, yeah. Oh, okay. my Lord. Oh. Some of their songs are longer than a baseball game. It, it's, a story, <laughs> it's a story to be told. It's a story to be told. Right. And I think it's an okay. interesting. I thought he right. was going to say Drake, but, Same. you know. Drake, Rush that's fine. I, would, you, I, mean, I you, love Drake. I think Drake's great, but I, don't yeah. know, I think just the classic of Rush and I think the storytelling that they have is very unique. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bieber, well, Celine Dion. Yeah, yeah, there's some really good, really I, good. Well, ones do you have there. like a don't like the Gordon, Gordon Lightfoot is my guy. Okay, yeah, topical. Don't, don't your age. But I'm, I'm also old, way out of I'm my way out of my realm. I probably couldn't even think of half the music musical in, or uh, people from Canada right yeah. now. Do pitches yeah. get walk up music too, like hitters? So do you guys <laughs> yeah, get to yeah. pick them? Yeah, we we have our we have our walk up songs. So yeah. so so who? Do you so use? last last year last year was an interesting one for me. Um I I forget what I th- I think I went with Kid Cudi to start with at the, right. at the beginning of the year, but then I went to uh, Boozy at at the end. Okay, of the year. yeah, yeah, I was, like that. We, it was kind of like a clubhouse thing. We all just kind of got into a zone, and I like to pick music not only for me but for my teammates too all as right. well. So it gets us all going. All right, King Vaughn's a good one now. Yeah. One of the, mm-hmm. one of the things we love about you, not your your choice of music, but, uh, <laughs> is is your intensity. Mm-hmm. Do you lose that a little bit when you're not starting? Like, was it was it hard for you last no. year to have that? No, no, no. Yeah. I I it was the same. Same same type of intensity for me coming out of the bullpen as it was for me starting. Um, I just love to compete. I want to be ego side. I want to be the best on the field at all times, and I want to be the best version of myself for my teammates. Um, and that's what it takes to to be in this game. Is you know, there's a finite of time in this game. I've gotten called up, sent down, um, demoted, everything, and I've never taken a moment for granted. And I love to play this game. I love to play this game for Boston, but I love to play this game, and I know how fortunate I am to play this game. Um, so the intensity is never going to get turned down. If anything, it's going to get turned up even more. Um, and just the pure excitement, just and the gratitude for getting to play is what really gets me going. Speaking of Boston, you know these fans. Mm-hmm. Um, they know what they want, mm-hmm. and they're very vocal about it. 
Um, and I think they've been, you know, as some of them are saying, all right, we've been waiting for some sort of a splash. There wasn't a splash. What do you what do you say to those guys? Because you've been around this team. You, you, you've seen the young guys so far. Like, what um, what, what do you say to those guys? Yeah, for, from my perspective, I think we're very capable of putting together a winning baseball team. I think there's a lot of really great talent. I think we have a, a really good set of, of veteran leadership that guys have experience. Um, you know, I think we're going to go out there and show what we have, and we're going to have to win baseball baseball games and, and put together the season that we want to put put together, and we need to prove it to them. But at the end of the day, at the end of the year, when we're hopefully holding up a World Series trophy, we did this all by ourselves as a group with everybody saying that we can't. And I think that's a cool moment as well. I think, you know, you see, you know, teams that, you know, oh, they're supposed to win the World Series. They're supposed to play this way. They're supposed to be. It's just as fun coming from a place of, oh, these guys aren't going to be that team. They have no chance. And then see where we're at the end. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick Pavetta, thanks for taking the time this morning. Thank Go. you guys very much for having me. It was a lot of fun. All right, awesome. We'll, we'll get to some live rush coming up next for you. <laughs> Sounds like a great we idea. Won't. No, not, not, not in any way, shape, or form. All right, that is Nick Pavetta. We are at JetBlue Park, day number two of our spring training shows. And coming up at 830, we'll talk with Mike Milbury um, on the Boston Bruins. And Lou Morloni will join us here at 9. Right now, Courtney, and what is trending this hour? The Rich Keefe Show, weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Timeout Market. The Sox fell to the Nationals yesterday 4-3. Josh Winkowski got the start. He went two innings where he didn't give up a single run. Another one for the Sox today. They have the Tigers right here at JetBlue Park at 105. We've got Will Fleming and Lou Maloney on the call on the Shaws and Star Market. WEEI Red Sox Network. You can listen to that on EEI 850 or, as always, on the Odyssey app. The Bruins in action tonight. They have Bruce Cassidy and the Golden Knights in town. Puck drop is at 7. And that was brought to you by Timeout Market Boston with 14 unique food concepts, some of Boston's top chefs, two bars with a wide selection of craft cocktails, wines of the New England's top local brews, plus lots of events happening too. Timeout Market Boston showcases the best of the city under one roof. That is what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. 30 degrees at home. It's cold. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups to Delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It is day number two at JetBlue Park. 
Fenway South and spring training, and we were joined moments ago by Nick Pavetta. We can get any and all nuggets in a, in a minute. Uh, earlier this morning on the show, tail end of the 6 o'clock hour, Alex Cora on the show. If you missed that, then a reminder that you can always go back on the Odyssey app and listen to what Alex Cora had to say in its entirety. So if you if you haven't downloaded the app yet you should because you can go back and listen to anything that you may have missed at any time at your convenience and chime uh, just tweeted out some breaking news that uh nick pavetta now ken laird's favorite red sox player really uh, yes and for his love of rush uh, uh, <laughs> the, oh, oh yeah he is yeah. also becoming a fast favorite in the twitch uh for his handsomeness really okay yes, okay that nick okay all right a man great right. Wiggy, what do you think <laughs> like he was, I think he was a very good dude. Why, is, yeah. Did you find him handsome? I like the fact that he went with Boozy on did his... You, uh, did you find him to be a, an attractive man? I like his music choices uh-huh. for his walk It's okay to say another man is handsome. Yeah. Oh, listen, I, I know you I have an issue with that. I have. No I liked one. your gray I, shirt last night at dinner. I thought I, it looked very I, nice I, on I, you. It's fine to say that another man is good looking. It is not my... It's not my... Um, Roll or I'm, pot to talk about another man's looks. I, I, that is just. Hey, look, we found a subject Wiggy doesn't want to expound upon. I mean, I mean, you get very uncomfortable. No, I, maybe I, he, I, I, listen, I, got, I don't know his uh, his status on I, Facebook. I, I understand that. He's but, married. But maybe he's, he does well with the ladies. He's, he's, married. Married. he's a married man. Oh, but, so clearly, he did well uh, with uh, a lady. Yes, he does. Yeah, so. <laughs> yes, he does. But uh, yeah. very, as Courtney points out, very good looking man. Very, very good. Looking. Very handsome. Very, very nice handsome. gentleman. Canadians are always kind. Yes. 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 He's a uh, razor. Canadians only have positive stereotypes. It's kind of funny. Um, but the the biggest takeaway, huge nugget, a la Major League, if we hoist the World Series trophy, quote, we did this without help. We did this all ourselves. Mm, yes. Yes. He told you guys that a lot of the media narratives were false, and maybe they were, mm-hmm. but they are... They hear the expectations and yeah. they see the lack of investment. He, I mean, he looked almost surprised when I brought up the frustration of the end of last season. You looked at that team last season and the way that they spoke mm-hmm. to media or the way that they dealt with themselves during games. Yeah, that was a frustrated team. He went out of his way to say that it was uh, manufactured. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, media talk radio, Red Sox podcast thing. I, I mean, I. You know, I take I you take him at his word on that. I feel like he thinks, and I you know everybody, even with uh, uh, Liam Hendricks and um, Alex Cora to a certain extent, it's them against the world. You, yeah. you know, no one, no one, ex- they all know that no one expects them to do anything. You know, finishing last place again, and so they're going with that approach. Is, and being a former athlete, I mean, it, that sometimes is a motivating thing. And the Dynasty docu series taught me one thing: everything we speculate about is actually worse than we think it is in real time. All the storylines that you think are there because of the human emotions, how you would react, Courtney, if somebody said you couldn't do something, mm-hmm. it's the way they react because they're, they're humans. humans. Yeah, exactly. Everybody, it's just the way we would, usually how you think they would react is how they feel. Yeah, and they, and they and you know the great thing about you know society and and us being who we are is we all react differently, right? And that's the thing, you know, is is that every person reacts differently. So that's their approach this year. So let's see now if they can do that on the field. Yeah, I mean, I the argument always is, and you you say it from time to time is what else are guys gonna say? So mm-hmm. we spend you know a good part of our time interviewing. Uh, whether it's you know Patriots coaches and quarterbacks or Red Sox pitchers and managers and what, but they, I mean, 
I, I they do seem to be upfront and honest when they when they say that they're going into this believing that they have a chance to be competitive in the most competitive division in Major League Baseball. So yeah, and uh, and and that's why I I don't like like I said, I, I, as just a fan of baseball, it seems like it's not the team with necessarily the biggest names and best talent. Like, you could do it in basketball. You might be able to get away with it. You could maybe do it in, in hockey if you have a you know a handful of talented players. Uh, you could get away with it in football. But it seems like in baseball, it doesn't necessarily need that. If you get a hot pitching staff that comes out and they're throwing the ball well. And you fix the problem when it, when, when it comes to defense last defense, year, which, right. which Alex Cora is – Said this morning on this show, he's well aware of and put it on himself. Because they always hit um, the ball well, right? They always hit the ball well. And what did uh, Liam Hendricks tell us? That they they have the advantage, the pitchers, because if he throws 10 pitches, he can throw. You know, so I, I guess maybe if you're starting rotation, and even Alex Cora talked about it, they feel confident that they have a really, really good bullpen. It's really, and that's why I asked them, has the change of the quality start the way fans view it or even front office people view it? Has it gone away from like seven innings is what you need to be as a starter? Is it now? Well, like- yeah, that I mean, that's that passed a while ago. Like, I, I think, uh, yeah, right. I mean, I think the ex if you get, I mean, I was, I was pleasantly surprised to hear Nick Pavetta say he wants to get at least six in, right? So, um. He, yeah. All right. Well, we are at JetBlue Park, and time to talk a little hockey with Mike Milbury. Brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh by FindMassMoney.gov. By Timeout Market, Boston's best eating and drinking destination in the Fenway, all under one roof. TimeoutMarket.com. Also by John Sewer, the name to know when your drains don't flow. And he joins us this morning on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey, Mike. Good morning. How are you? I think Wiggy's very good looking. Uh, I agree. See? I'm not afraid it, to say it. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it's, uh, yes. and speaking of earlier on the show, Mike, Wiggy made it clear the shoe is the first sign of a felon. Yeah, you yeah. obviously yeah. acted that out. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> guilty as charged. Guilty. Guilty as charged. Well, um, were you disappointed with this road trip for the Boston Bruins, Mike Milbury? It's it's hard not to be disappointed if you're a fan of this team. They um, lost leads late. They uh, had guys that were missing meetings, which is not a good sign. And they gave up a, a bunch of quality. Ch- they gave up a lot of quality chances, and they've been leaning on their goaltenders. As a, you just you don't have to know the stats; you just watch the game, and you'll see they give up a whole ton of quality chances, and the goaltenders have been bailing them out, but not not enough to get them in the win column just enough to get them to overtime where they haven't been very successful been around the game for a long time as a player and a coach and a gm uh is when a team is blowing consistently or repeatedly third period leads what does that say to you about that hockey club i think it probably says that there's you know well, first of all, I think it's pretty clear now with Lindholm out, with Greslick out, with Forbert, you know, in and out of the lineup, and not a hundred percent when he's in the lineup, that that their defense needs some shoring up, and uh, they need to have some confidence and go after it. I, I I saw where the coach had mentioned that he needs his team to be a lot more aggressive in the later stages of the game, and it really is death if you start to sit back and let the play come to you. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have a one goal lead, you have to you have to get after it. You have to try to strike aggressively and offensively. And if you but if you sit back, uh, you're inviting danger. Mike Jake DeBrusque told media that he hasn't had any. Uh, uh, conversations with the Bruins about any type of extension yet. Uh, as we get closer to March 8th, what would you do with Jake DeBrusque? Do you think that his underperformance has uh, dealt him uh, the cards that he has right now? I think he's put himself in the mix of trade bait. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to be able to keep... We've talked about this a lot, and I don't want to go down this hole too much, but I, I, Mark is a guy that has one more year on his contract. It's a lot safer to trade a guy like him now and DeBrusque with, you know, with some youth on his side. Those two guys are the chips that you'd have to dangle. Now, can they make something happen with those two chips? I'm not 100% sure, but it's it's pretty clear to me that if they haven't really had any serious discussion or made any serious movement towards a contract extension for DeBrusque that they probably are not thinking that he's worth what? I guess he's making $4 million now. Is mm-hmm. he going to ask for $6 million or $6.5 million? Is an unrestricted free agent. He's got some leverage. Uh, i got to think that those two guys are the chips that they can dangle. They don't have enough in terms of draft picks. They, they have all sorts of money concerns in terms of the cap. Uh, not a lot of people in the pipeline that are, are – going to dangle in front of somebody and and get some real return so those are the two guys if you're going to make a major change um would be i think the the pieces that that you could move in and probably get some interest when we say major change can you get a significant impact player based on your restrictions salary cap wise you know well between the two of those guys that we just talked about, that's about nine. I think about nine million dollars, and so you could free up some, some, some cash in that regard. But the question is, um, what, the goalie market's a weird market. You know, you never know what people are thinking, and they're always looking to find a goaltender that comes out of the blue. But you got a young player like DeBrusque, who, if you think you can make him uh, consistently a, a top six forward, is it is an interesting piece. So. I think that those guys would be, for me, the people that I would shop around and see what comes of it. Maybe nothing. And, again, we look at the standings, and despite the fact that they you know, they won one game on the road trip, um, they picked up points in a bunch of games and, and uh, are still right at the top of the Eastern Conference pack. So um, they could sit tight and see what happens with it. Or, But I think in that case – you're looking at DeBrusque as a totally free agent and, and maybe walking out the door without anything in return. That's another concern, not just that you want to shore up your team, but you don't want to give up an asset and get nothing nothing back for it. Mike, you talked about the aggressiveness in games, especially like if you have a goal lead. And I would imagine that it's on the coach that is really the message deliverer. And when you have you know goalies that are playing really well, maybe you get into this this comfort zone of not wanting to be aggressive. What does Montgomery need to do as a coach to say, okay, I have to break that kind of, um, I have to break away from that, even though I know I got good goalies trying to protect leads, where I have to be a little bit more aggressive to grow leads. What does that message have to be for himself when he looks himself in the mirror as a coach? You know what? He mentioned it uh, a few days ago that perhaps he was going to the same well a little too often. 
Um, when you start using your top line or top two lines too frequently, almost inviting a lack of confidence among the the lower six forwards. You know, he's got a he's got a trust in his third and fourth lines to get out there. I mean, they're only playing twelve minutes a game, and that's that's. They should have plenty in the tank to be able to go after it off uh, offensively late late stages of the game, not recklessly, but you know I think most third and fourth lines are pretty responsible, and I think that's the case here. And I think he's got to employ them more often so that they have, you know, they got energy in the tank and let let's use it. Don't don't rely on the top six forwards as frequently as as he's told me that he's he's been doing. Give those guys in the back end some confidence and the chance to prove that they belong. Mike, the other day, Kevin Paul DuPont reported that the Bruins are increasing ticket prices 10% across the board in what they call the blended increase. How? It's my belief that they keep pricing out fans. I don't know. Obviously, that's the way of the world. I love capitalism. But what do you make of the uh, the latest price increase from the uh, Boston Bruins? Well, it doesn't surprise you, does it? I mean, if they can get it, they're going to ask for it. Uh, 10% is a pretty good whack. I mean, it's everything else is going up exponentially i guess they can charge this and i I think they i don't know how many sellouts they've had over the last 10 years i mean almost every game has been a sellout so it's not like the market's not there but it's um you know 10 percent is 10 percent and it's it's a lot but that's this this ownership group has proven in the past that they if they can get it they'll they'll ask for it and so 10 percent doesn't doesn't shock me although in this day and age seems like a a big ask shime i don't know if mike heard your lead or not but uh did you you catch shime's lead i know i didn't i didn't sorry um, it's fine uh sometimes you come right at him and i know that you that you uh that you disagree but uh he shime you're essentially saying this is a rebuild year. Stand pat and do nothing and uh, get yourself to next season. Well, yeah, right? it's 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 a reset year. I don't like necessarily like the word rebuild because I think rebuild is a multi-year thing. So reset year in that like you need to reset your cap space and you're re- right up against it right now. So it makes it difficult to make moves. You don't have a first round pick to move as well. So you're really kind of lacking in the whole trade capital outside of the goalie, which as Mike pointed out is a fluctuating market. So to me, it's a you know, Sweeney has been aggressive at other deadlines. This isn't a time to be aggressive. It's a time to kind of reset and and prepare for the offseason and then really kind of send it in 2024 25. He's a wave the white flag. He's a wave the white No, what, you can't wave the white flag. It's not acceptable. <laughs> I'm, it's but, not a wave the you, white what, flag thing. It's. it's it's hope that these guys continue to play above expectation because if they don't, then the, the aggressive trade is pointless, anyways. Okay, tell me what you're going to do with Jake DeBrus. Are you going to sign him to a five-year contract at $6 million? Or are you no. Going to, no, okay, so so then you have to move him, don't you? You have to get something for this asset. Sure. And the like, same's true with Allmark, one year away from total free agency, and and he's got some value, won the Vezina Trophy last year. I think you got to go shopping these guys big time, but there's beyond those two people, there's not much. there's not much in the cupboard. Sure, and and with Olmark, you like you said, you have a little time there, so you could always theoretically move him in the off season or halfway through next season. And with DeBrusque, I mean, yeah, you can move him, but what are you going to get in return for just Jake DeBrusque? Again, you don't have the draft capital to get something better than Jake DeBrusque in return. You could get an asset that's about equal, but I, I don't really know what that does for you. Or you can get a draft pick, and then you're a seller, and that's kind of not necessarily what I would do. I just don't. I I don't know what the 
the return could be because I'm not on the phone with other general managers at this time. But if you have a, a, a guy that's the age of DeBrusque and, and has proven that he can score some goals at least in chunks, and Olmark who's proven that he can, he can carry a team for long stretches of, of, of a time, um, to me, that's got to generate some interest. I don't know what the yield is, but certainly they could help, they could use some help on the blue line, and they could use some help with some more scoring. Uh, DeBrusque has got like one goal in thirteen games, I think it is, and that's that's not that doesn't qualify to me as a top six forward. Although other people might assess him in a different fashion. Mike, as we approach the trade deadline, you are as well equipped as anybody on the planet to answer this. I would love to know who is the biggest shyster that you would talk to as a GM and that would, would not ever you know meet their, their, their ask? And is there a trade that you were ever close to consummating that still haunts you that you were unable to get done? You know, I, I actually had a deal with uh, Neil Smith from the Rangers. Rangers. It was Rangers Islanders, which would have been, and it was for Ziggy Palfi, who was a pretty big name at the time. And uh, it, it actually got squelched by the owner of the Islanders at the time, whose name was Milstein. He was the Fredo of ownership groups. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Milbury, it's great talking to you. I wish you were here with us in Florida, but I know you're enjoying the Cape. So, Well, uh, it'll, it'll warm up soon for me. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I had yeah. a martini in your honor last night. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Have another one tonight. Okay. She will. It'll actually be this afternoon. Um, All right, Mike Milbury, thank you. All right, have a good one, guys. Enjoy Florida. All right, we are in Florida, and we are at JetBlue Park, and we will be joined coming up at 9 by Lou Merloni, who has today's game with Will Fleming on the Shaw's and Star Market Red Sox Radio Network on the Odyssey app and on your radio, and we'll be right back. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. 
Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. 737 coming out of the sky. How is your relationship with Craig Breslow? It's good. It's good. Um, Be- was it, it better than that with Heim Bloom? Well, I had a good relationship with Heim. You, you know, did? You speculated about that all the time. Yeah, I know, I know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, with, with him, you know, we obviously, like every relationship, you know, you're going to have disagreements. But uh, I, I think throughout the year, obviously, you, you don't agree with everything. But at the end of the day, you got to deal with the 26 guys that you dealt with, you know, yeah. and you have to do your job. And uh, it's, it's, it's ironic because the day before uh, the organization let him go, we had a two-and-a-half-hour two conversation about September, about the offseason, what we're going to do in spring training, and then that happened, you know. And with Craig, I played with him a little bit in uh, 07. He was part of uh, our team. Very, very bright individual, very smart. The pitching thing is real, you know, uh, and that's what I'm excited about the whole thing. I do believe that the pitching structure, the pitching philosophy is so much different than in the past, and we're going to take a step forward. That's Alex Cora on this show this morning here at JetBlue Park. And the pitching thing when it comes to Craig Breslow is real. So uh, that's uh, that's good news, right, Curtis? Breslow buzz. Uh, Palpable. There's a little buzz. Uh-huh. Uh, Wiggy seems to be obsessed with the way in the in ride which, home last night. Uh, there was a lot of buzz. Uh, <laughs> the way, <laughs> the way in which the ballpark is being prepared, yeah. uh, seems of, of extreme interest to you. It, I, it is fascinating to like, you know, to see like the little like integral pieces of they got cones out there and like how they're laying mm-hmm. the 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 top down over here it is fasc- the grass yeah it is fascinating to see how like, i mean what is fascinating yeah, i don't well, know if i would it, use that word I, I, because I, I, there's somebody who like played a professional sport and uh-huh. understands like the um you know like the the turf <laughs> situations like to see how baseball players like certain things uh-huh. the vacuum that is being yeah, walked it, out right now because as a kid growing up you just played on whatever that the the field was but now it's like you know they got three cones they have the third baseline <laughs> well, welcome to the bigs i mean that's yeah. the way it works wiggy in general that's it's the way it works you just saw the great lou merloni uh pop his face onto twitch do that again, Lou. They really, they really enjoyed that. They're loving. There he is. Uh, if you're watching the show on Twitch, you see Lou Merloni. He's doing the game today, and he'll join us momentarily on the show. And he's going to tell us which one of those cones is his favorite. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. It's just a weird thing. Wiggy's been obsessed with it for the last ten minutes. He's right. obsessed with that, and he's obsessed with Kristen Cavallari for some reason. Oh, so I don't. I, That's Jake Cutler's ex-wife. Right? Uh, yes, correct. It, yes, she's it, dating a 23-year-old uh, college football player who I, just graduated. Okay. I. Uh, Good for her, sure. If it was a guy, how old is she? She's thirty-seven. So he graduated from college in twenty twenty-three. Okay, uh, seems it, fine to me. Yeah. I, I was know. It's say. Right. <laughs> I mean, this is this is twenty twenty-four. I know, but uh, if it was if it was a guy in Kristen Cavallari's shoes who was doing the same exact thing, he would be getting dragged. I, I don't dragged. think so. Thirty-seven to no. a college grad isn't no. that she, crazy. No. She has three kids. So what? Okay, and. You, he's 23. It's almost and? like stealing his youth. She doesn't want any more kids. I'm sure he's pretty happy with the yeah. situation. She's gorgeous. Like she doesn't look a 
a day over 21. She's a babe. No one cares about that no more. No I one, think guy, people guy care about Guy or gal, it. it doesn't matter. If, you know, I mean, I mean, as long as they're over the age of 18, I don't yep, think people yep. give a damn. That's we're talk, important. We're talking about somebody who's 37 <laughs> and somebody who's 20. That's actually relatively, like, close in age. I know. In the seaport, so. that's called the same age. <laughs> right. I think, I think Courtney's issue is that he just graduated from college. Right. Like, you but, go to his Instagram account, and his uh, last, you know, three photos are him on the field. He went to, like, Montana or something, playing college football. He is a smoke show. Like, good for her. I'm sure that they're having mind-blowing sex. But (laughs) it's just crazy to me when I think about Kristen Cavallari, who's a mother of three... It, hooking up with this young kid. Hey, but what Courtney, I think I think Kristen Cavallari, because she was on a show as a teenager, feels like she's older than she really is. Like right. Macaulay Culkin. Like, we've known about her for a long time. She feels to you older right. than she really is, is what you're saying. Right, what like to you? us, like that we feel like right. she's been in the yeah. spotlight so long. Yes. But I was just got an idea. You said she's dating a recent college grad. Yeah. I know why Greg never finished high school. Because at some point, he's going to be a recent high school oh, grad. Oh, you're right. You're I, right. I, I, pretty, see, you, good. I never thought of that. Chris, you are brilliant. I, I Greg like Hill, it. class of 2027. I, I like it. Billy Madison. <laughs> I listen, I think it's well documented. I'm for them streets. Right. Yep. <laughs> as as w- Wiggy's told me many times, I'm for them streets. And Wiggy's that was the told me of, I'm boring. Yeah. That's Courtney what he told me as we were like, going home last what? night. What? Wiggy said, oh, well, Courtney's oh. boring. Courtney oh. would rather stay yeah, home watch so, I don't mean it in like a negative way. How is boring ever? Yeah. Positive. Be- I'm saying you just like to do things. I- you like to go home and watch Netflix and just chill and watch docu series right. yes. and things like. Rather than you know be outside or whatever. Before those. No, no, no. Before the streets. Not even be for the streets, but just be out. But people get so sensitive when you be like. Well, I think you caught you. It was somewhat of an. It was an incident because you insulted her. I didn't insult her. Well, you said she's boring. I said she she's boring. It's not an it's a defense it rest. Yeah. But it's okay. It's not you will, you started Because she it. said she likes so many documentaries and she doesn't really like to go out. It but you're came. implying that she basically does nothing exciting. She doesn't like to go they out. Don't. I do like to go out, but sometimes I'd like to stay at home in my PJs right. and snuggle on the couch. So if you, the majority of time, you and Santo like to stay home. No, you told well, me yesterday you think Santo's secretly for them streets. I was bu- busting your chunk. He is, I mean, he's always on guy's trips, though. Uh, he, he does is. take a lot of guy's trips. Yeah. But I'm a I, cool wife. I feel like you and, I feel like you and Santo, like, uh, weekend, let's just watch shows. No, that is wrong. I think you went so far as to say polite sex. <laughs> oh, don't don't say that. I, it's I, too I, offensive. I don't even know what polite sex is. Right? Right. <laughs> You're just such a wild man. That bedroom is insane. Yeah. Oh, right. my God. All right. yeah. Anyway, can we get back to baseball? Please. Oh, Sports? Yeah. Um, all right. Um, I can't wait. Lou Morloney will join us next Lou. here uh, at Chet Blue Park. Uh, Fenway South on WEI. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, 
and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.